evolved as digital tools became more widespread and influential. We embraced this revolution with optimism. Our motto was, change is good. But we didn't just report on the revolution, we helped make it happen. At Wired, we pioneered web media, creating the first website with original content and Fortune 500 advertising. We invented the banner ad, and then helped start an agency to sell and create those ads because it didn't exist yet. Wired Ones launched the first blog as we now know it, setting off the earthquake that traditional journalism never recovered from. We created the first website, The Netizen, that reported on a presidential election. Then we fought the government's attempt to spy on citizens' and businesses' communications via the clipper chip, and became named plaintiffs in the lawsuit that overturned the unconstitutional Communications Decency Act. From Wired, Stephen went on to spread the digital revolution across the planet, helping to build that was, at the time, the biggest, most innovative cell phone company in the world. So when he speaks of change, he speaks from a position of authority as one who has been in the trenches of the revolution, from San Francisco to cyberspace, from Helsinki to Mumbai, from Beijing to Cape Town. It's little wonder I wish Stephen had been at that dinner. He would have taken strong exception to the guests' pessimism and told them, wait, in the first place, all metrics indicate that the world isn't getting worse, it's actually getting better, even if problems remain. And that yes, while the legacy players may be failing, a new paradigm is emerging that offers the possibility of making an even better world. Then Stephen would have raised the real question everyone should have been asking that night, which isn't, how do we solve the really big problems, but just who is this we? For Stephen, the we isn't the government, the NGOs, or the supranational institutions, which are becoming increasingly ineffectual and, dare we say it, obsolete. The we is, in fact, us. Because in the 21st century, as Stephen points out in his illuminating and provocative new book, we, each of us as individuals, family members, employees, entrepreneurs, managers, citizens, and consumers, are together not only assuming the responsibility for making a better world, we have acquired the power to do it directly. And the economy is reshaping itself around that reality. Stephen calls it the conscience economy. The signs, Stephen points out, are all around us. Companies are reshaping themselves to be more responsible, value-driven, and transparent, proudly telling us how their product is made, that they are good custodians of the environment, that their relationships with all their stakeholders are ethical. In effect, they are internalizing conscience as an integral part of their business practices, and they are informing consumers about it in their advertising and marketing, and on the labels of the products they sell and not because of government pressure, but because doing good is actually good business. Or as Stephen puts it, goodness is the wellspring of profit. And it's a good thing. The conscience economy is so compelling because, as Stephen argues, we absolutely need it. The networked planet forces us to know more about what's going on everywhere than we ever did. We can't avoid the truth. And one of the truths we can't avoid is that remote political and philanthropic institutions aren't cutting it anymore. So if we want to make a better future for our children, we can't outsource that responsibility the way we used to. We have to assume it ourselves, personally. Disintermediation reaches the civic space. 
Though it is a stirring call to consciousness, the conscience economy is cool because most of it is a lively report from the future that is expressing itself in today's business environment. Discover for yourself. Crowdifying. Why corporate social responsibility and marketing are both dead. Revolution of the month indeed. The five C's of marketing. And how CMO doesn't mean chief marketing officer, but chief matchmaking officer. Among countless other revelations and insights in Stephen's book. Stephen's The Conscience Economy makes one other contribution. In a period suffused with entirely too much unjustified pessimism spread by legacy media that make money-fostering mass anxiety, the conscience economy is a refreshing blast of unabashed optimism, complete with a scenario for a utopian future, which you, like I, will want to challenge in places, but that's what a book like The Conscience